Continuing with Perak Base, working on Zahirus. So we've we've been we mentioned that a person should one should not give sleep to his eyes, that means to unplug my intellectual pursuit of always thinking and investigating, <coughs> which we're going to learn later, that means that this is the abstract thought, right? The mind is able to weigh up and understand what is the truth, what is a good way, what is the, the, the appropriate, beautiful thing. But besides that, there's something else that you need to do. You also need to observe the reality on the ground. What am I doing? How are my actions, right? Let, let me look inside and evaluate my own midos, right? A person could be able to give a sheer on the spot on any on anything that is good or bad, but he has no idea about himself who he is. He has idea, He doesn't have no idea who he is. So that's why that's the second part. Usnuma lafafacha, and one should not give rest to his eyelids when the eyelids rest. So I may be aware intellectually in the abstract world of what is good and what is bad, but I'm not aware, I'm not vigilant about my own actions, I'm not watching out what I'm doing, so I won't know how to apply my intellectual awareness to my real situation. Okay. So that's where we left off last time. omru. Call us, um, call her Shom. Ah, so he's already putting in a drush. Like just the the, the, the Posik says, call Hasam Arkosov, someone who places his path in the correct way. Right? Did they bring the whole Posik by you guys? No? Do you have the whole Posik over there? No. Um, no, 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 that's already, that's already, that's so the Gemara here, just just a beautiful, beautiful Gemara, shows you how the shot and the drush and the renders are all working together. So the Gemara over here is talking about that one can mark off grave sites. Grave sites, yeah, that's right. And Cholamoid. Cholamoid is a time that, generally speaking, people should be resting and not engaged in 
in um, work and other such matters, but to mark off grave sites, that you're allowed to do on Cholomoy. Why are people marking off grave sites, Paul? You don't know why you'd want to know where there's a grave site? Oh, to, to find the person who was buried there, I guess. Why? Why would that be important? No. Why do you want to know if there's somebody buried here? Why would I want to know if somebody's buried here? Not, no. I'm, I'm allowed to mark it. in general. But in general, why is it important to know if there's a dead body buried over here? Oh, for like a maze. Tumor. Tumor. Right? So it's important for community tahara that the Jewish people should be spiritually pure, it's important to have the graves marked off. So for that, you can go ahead and mark them, even on Cholomoy. Not necessarily the grave, necessarily just where a person's buried. Isn't, isn't that called a grave? Why? If it's a mace mitzvah, you can just bury someone right there. It's not necessarily... I don't know, I mean... I thought, a grave, meant a, place, I thought a grave meant a place where a person is buried. Okay, I didn't... It's not a cemetery. What are you... You're understanding a grave as a... It's like a specific cemetery. place that you uh, that you, you bought ahead of time, or that, that you, that you had uh, right. Well, if it's in the basic cars, then you don't have to mark it off. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so the Gemara asks, where do we see? Where in the Torah is is there an illusion that one should do such things? That a person should mark off <coughs> graves. Says Ravina, because David the Melech says over here, our pasuk in Tehillim, right? It says Zoveh Toda, Yechadunani, Vesam Derech Arenu, and the the one who places his path, Arenu Beyesha Elokim. In the salvation of, I will show him in the salvation. Of the divine. No, thank you. So you see the Pasuk is telling you. That if you place your path. If you mark off the path. If you place your path. Correctly. Hashem says I will show you the salvation of God. Yeah. So you see it's important to mark off your path. To know where you're going. So from here the Gemara learns that there's a remez. To, to mark off. To mark off. The path, the, the graves, where the graves are, so people shouldn't accidentally walk over the graves. Okay? Now, being that we brought up this Pasuk, so we're going to say something else about the Pasuk. Amar Yeshua ben Levi. Kol has... Ha Sham or Kosov, someone who here's gonna be the trick we're gonna see in a second, he's he's telling us to read the word a little bit differently. Zoha Varo Bishuoso Shala Kodish Boro. Shemar Vesam Der Altikri Sa Visam Ella Visham Derh. Sham is a language of assessment. Not Shom like over there, but uh, Shoma is is uh, is an assessment, an evaluation. What's Sam? 
Some means to place. So the Pazik says, who, the one who places his path will see the salvations of Hashem. Mishur ben Levi tells us that Druish don't read it as placing your path, but rather read it as evaluating your path. What's the difference between the two? <coughs> Placing and, and evaluating? Yeah. Uh, totally different words. Good. Uh, like, totally different. There's no similarities. There's no similarity at all. Okay. One is premeditated and the other one is the action. I'm sorry? Evaluate? Yeah. Is that ahead of time or after the fact? Could be even beforehand. So that's the, that's the assessment of the action, either beforehand or after. Yeah. And then the action itself is some. So there's no connection whatsoever between those two? I mean, they're obviously related in so far. You're talking about the action, whether it's the mice itself or the... And, does, and does the evaluation of the actions, does the evaluation of my pathway have anything to do with the placement of my pathway? If it's beforehand, yes. And even if it's afterhand, I can, I can adjust, correct? I can adjust my next step. Yes. So it means that when I evaluate my pathway, then I can place my pathway correctly. Mm-hmm. Right? So Rabbi Lady is telling us, don't read it as placing. What do you mean, the, the one who places a pathway? Uh, based on what information are you placing? No. He's telling you a deeper understanding. If you want to be able to place your pathway correctly, what do you have to do, Paul? Well, why can't you say both? I don't understand. Why can't you say I evaluate and then place? Why are you saying... The Apostle only says one thing. I understand, but why? Why does the Apostle only say one thing? Why does it say... Why, why just shum? That's why the not Sum said. and shum, or shum He should have said shum the sum? Yeah. Okay, good question. Let's hold off. Let's, let's hold that thought. That is a good question. Why didn't the Apostle say both? Okay, but... So so what is Yerushua Ben Levi telling us? He's telling us, Al Tikri calls some, everyone who places his path. Rather, you should read... What? Um, Everyone who evaluates his path. (coughs) And the truth is that obviously, that if I evaluate my path, then that will cause me to place my path. If I haven't evaluated my path, how am I supposed to place my path? I don't know what the different uh, advantages and disadvantages of, of the various pathways is. So, so placing is the action? Placing is the action. Determining the path. Pa- laying down the path. This is my path over here. So it's, it's encompassing the two main points of what Zahir says, right? What's that? Of evaluating one's path and then also determining if their actions are right or, or good or bad. Right? Uh, you're talking about the actions and the path? So here we're dealing with the path exclusively. We're not dealing with the actions right now, but what we are saying... Some is placing. Placing the path. Oh, so I mean, we're talking about the path. The right. We're talking about the path. But what we're saying is, yes, physically, the, the one who actually determines a good pathway for himself in life, he's the one that's going to see the salvations of Hashem. But you're going to say to me, hey, that's wonderful. Can I, can I borrow that crystal ball? I'd like to figure out a great path for myself as well. So, no, you dummy. Don't read it one who places his path is the one who evaluates his path 
if you ve- if you if you weigh it up, if you assess it, you figure out what's good and what's bad ahead of time, then you can place it. And what are we talking about? So in in the halacha, what is this pasuk teaching us? What is it alluding to? That that in the halacha, it's telling you that one should mark off grave sites that people should not become tummy. That you're walking along, there's landmines, right? If, if there's no, if no one's marked off the grave sites, so the poor guy is just walking along, he doesn't know anything happened, and and, and in the meantime, he stepped on a grave, he became tummy. Same thing with the river, right? So here it's a bit different because he, because by the because here he's even walking open open eye. But since I don't he, agree. I don't well, agree with that possibly. because if we're doing what Rishu Ben Levi says, you should assess it. You're not assessing a graveyard. You know the graveyard's there. You're just marking up because you know it's there. It's already there. You're not assessing where it will be. Well, that's true. One second. Rishu Ben Levi is coming to give. Uh, a, a, a deeper allusion to how you and I should implement. Meaning, the, the pasuk is telling you a halachic. It is a halachic drasha. It's not. It's sticking with some. Right. Someone who places his path, which means I figured out a good, safe pathway that there's no graves along the way, and therefore people will not become tame. Hashem is going to be really happy with you, and you're going to be merit to see the solutions of Hashem. That's in a physical, concrete, practical way. That even on Cholomoy, you could go out, find the graves, mark them off, and help people from becoming Tommy. Rabbi Shua Ben Levi says, I'm going to help you find a deeper understanding over here, right? It's not just people who help mark off the road signs, right? For people to not become Tommy, but so to each one of us in the spiritual journey which is filled with the perils of potentially stepping on, on, a, on a landmine, on a booby trap, right? And being mitomid to smithereens by this thing, right? A roadside, a roadside tome bomb, right? So too, our lives are filled with these types of things. It's dangerous out there, right? So you have to lay out a good pathway for yourself. Which means, right, and that's the, that's the shum, that's the, the one who assesses his path, so he's going to do it. So, so that, that, the beautiful flow of the, of the, of the halachic drush and the, and the agada together, right, that the halacha is telling you the importance of marking off the grave sites so people stay tahor in a concrete way. And that God is telling you to mark off throughout your day the different places where you tend to trip up, where you tend to hit roadside bombs, and to make sure to place your path in a way that will keep you away from it. Unbelievable. You hear that? I'm not really seeing the difference between the two. One is talking about Tuma. The guy could... The one doing it, marking off the, the grave sites, he might have very bad meadows, right? He just screamed at his wife earlier. But he cares very much that Kohanim should not become Talmud and even other people, right? So he goes and he marks off all the grave sites and he has chus, he has merit. He did something good, he marked off the grave sites so people shouldn't become Talmud. 
that's a, that's a mitzvah that he did. That's called some. Everyone who places the path, he laid out the path. He did a good thing, even on Cholomoyd if he did it. Okay. Did a good thing. So that's more in a not a Musr way, but in a halacha way. You open up the Shochanor, Shochanor will tell you from based on this pasuk, one is allowed to go on Cholomoyd and mark off grave sites. Okay. Use this thumb to dig out from here a practical application for every single one of us. He said that just like on a physical level with, with actual grave sites, with actual dead people inside, and actual tumor, so too, in a metaphorical way, we all are going through such perilous journeys with spiritual perils along the way, mm-hmm. and we have to weigh up our pathway. Right? That's the call Sham. We have to weigh up our pathway. What am I doing? Make a cheshbon and nefesh. Figure out what pathway am I taking in life. Then also you will you will be married to see the salvation of Hashem. Okay. Right? One is in halacha. One is in agada. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So it says the Ramchal. Right, that that's what the, 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 what he's been telling you to be doing. That, that this is a mefurish gemora. Yeshua Ben Levi says, if you place, if if you evaluate your pathways in life, then you'll merit to see the salvations of Hashem. Zoha Veroa Bishuas Shela Kodishborhu. Which means to say, like we said like like we already alluded to this earlier, Ramchal is about to say right now. Paul, you strong enough to overcome the Sahara? No. Um, what about you, Noah? So the Gemara tells a story, Gemara in the end of Kedushin tells a story that Rabbi Meir had made light of the of a particular type of a Yitzhahara and the Sultan decided that it was important to show him his power. So the, the Yitzhahara the Rabbi Meir was scoffing at was the Rabbi Meir couldn't believe these fools that fall for uh, licentiousness for for go running after women, etc. So the Yitzhahara turned himself into a unbelievably attractive woman in a way that uh, obviously made it impossible for Rabbi Meir to resist. And Rabbi Meir... There's two stories, one with Rabbi Meir, one with Rabbi Akiva. Same story. One of them climbed up to a very tall palm tree to try to get gain access. And the other one was walking, was tight roping across a, a river. Tight rope. rope walking. Yeah. Across a river to get to there, right? And then the Sultan said, You see, I could have had you right there, right? That's, you're mine. You're all mine. The only reason why I didn't is because there's a decree from heaven that says that I'm not allowed to mess with you. Yeah. 
which means the powers <coughs> not, uh, mess with him like kill him right like he can no. take away all his money but he can't no he can't he cannot he's not allowed to use these ty- this type of force against Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Akiva he, he has a tremendous amount of force but Hashem helps us and that's what we're about to see very soon right that Hashem helps us we learn from that story not to take the powers the e- powers of evil lightly because the powers of evil are unbelievably strong right Shlomo Melech was thrown you know by these powers for a very large loop I think it was a hundred, 400 parts or something like this no spiritually thrown um, person could fall into deep depression at the blink of an eye and if a person is in depression you got no power to resist anything etc etc so the point is that when we exert our hishtadlus says the posik over here says the chazal when you try your best and you evaluate your path and you set your path to try to be a tzaddik what you can do then Hashem is going to save you. Then you'll be zocher to see the salvation of Hashem. Means Hashem will save you. Because otherwise, you're chopped liver. But I have a. But I am unleashed in that same. In that same intensity with other people that you just got that? No. Each person, the more he is careful, the more he exerts himself to be a tzaddik, the more divine protection he receives. That's what I was saying to them. This is what it's like were it not that the divine decree restrains me. Exactly. For you, is I mean, that's why Rabbi Kiva and Mayor were. We're laughing because for them they're so protected from it, right? That they like don't even they, they weren't even understanding. So he showed them how very powerful those feelings can be, right? If there was not a divine protection. You gave an, another example about trade food. The person is very meticulous about what they watch and right. movies and heroes. That even right. if somebody tries to trick them and eating trade food, they shall make it so that they don't end up eating the trade food. That's true, right? Yeah. So the Hashem's protection over us. So he's gonna he's gonna allude to something like this, I believe, very soon. Um, so, but but the point is that's what the, that's what the continuation of this pasuk is, right? That, that, that someone who evaluates his pathways in life. He will merit to see the salvations of Hashem. It doesn't mean that you're going to merit to see the coming of Mashiach and to see Him take down all of our enemies. That's not what it means. What it means is you're going to merit to see Hashem overcome your own Yetzirah. Right? But we have to actualize, we have to open up that portal for that Shiat Bishmaya to come in and it's going to come in because of our doing our hishtadlus to become tzaddikim. Yeah? Okay. 
So what's the difference between what we're saying here versus what we said before about a person just putting in a pizzas, like a minimal, minimal devotion of their attention and their ways that they would have been in sin altogether? Where is this? few paragraphs above, a couple paragraphs above. I'll just, in English, it says, for it knows that if they would, uh, if, regarding Yitzhak, right. Right, that if they would... No, in economy, the, he's, he's telling us here, the who, Mashon, then this, what I've been telling you right now, now he's bringing support. And what I've been telling you now, this is explicit in the, in the, in the, in the prophecy, Right of Haggai, Simu Levovchem Alderkechem, place your hearts. The Ramchal is telling us, don't think that Zehirus is simply being careful about doing an action. That is a child view of Zehirus, a childish view. Right? This okay. I'm going to be careful about this action. I'm going to be careful about this action. I'm going to be careful. No, that's of course that's true, but that's obvious and that's simple and that's easy. That's small. The real the real Zehirus is in looking at my overall pathway, which means examining my <coughs> habits and my personality traits and understanding the overall pathway I'm going in life. So for that, he has to bring you, brings you a Pesach and Haggai, and then he brings you this Gemara, which is Darshing a Pesach, right? Saying you have to be very smart with a lot of foresight right don't give your don't give your eyes any sleep and don't give your eyelids any rest means you have to be thinking far ahead and you have to be very vigilant this is not even in a time when there's no challenge it's take time to set your pathway to evaluate your pathway to set your pathway then you'll be Zoha to see the salvations of Hashem. Why did I say that? He's going to talk. He's going to detail that a bit later. Well, why not? I guess I never thought about this, but how do you do this? I, I thought it was set, set out your life ahead of you. Where do you want to be at certain points? Go to the end, end of your life, and we're backwards from there. And then the next thing I do is like, what's my next thing going to be like? What's it do with personality traits? That's the, that's the, remember, the Pesach and Mishle tells us two things. Al titein sheina leinecha, usnuma leafa pecha. Not to give sleep to your eyes, that means being smart and understanding what, what things really matter in life. But not to give rest to your eyelids, that means to be life smart to be aware of what's going on on the ground to understand who I am understand about my behaviors understand the situations and that's and and apply my pathway correctly to deal with all these challenges Boyside, this is uh, this is serious business right this is lamaisa halacha lamaisa that means theory applied to practice. That's what he's telling us. Okay. 
al-atzmo, it's obvious that even if a person will supervise himself, will, will, be, will, will oversee himself, he has no power to save himself. If it would not be that Hashem will save him, and the Gemara over there brings a whole bunch of examples, Gemara in Kedushin, he he's just going to bring the actual posse that the Gemara there quotes, the Gemara has a, a lot of different statements about this. The Yitzhahara is extremely powerful, like we spoke about earlier. Like the Pesach says, Sofe Rosha, the Rosha, that means the Yitzhahara, scopes out, he sees, he's looking, Latzadik, checking out the Tzadik, and seeks to kill him. Hashem lo yazveno, but Hashem will not leave him in his hands, so it means Hashem is going to be saved, so even though this guy is a Tzadik, He's a tzaddik, but the Russia is going to kill him nonetheless if Hashem doesn't help him. Why not? He's a tzaddik. Why can't he? He can't help himself. And he says, "No, he can't." Right? He he would get run over, run over by a truck, like Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Mayer, right? If not for Hashem helping them. Ach im haodam mefakeach alatzmo. If a person will oversee his own actions and evaluate his actions, Oz HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ozro, then Hashem helps him, V'nitzol min ha-Yetzahara, and he will be saved from the Yetzahara, Aval im eno mefakeach hu, but if the person doesn't do that, Vadesh HaKadosh Baruch Hu lo yifakeach alav, sir, no question about it, Hashem is not gonna, is not gonna protect him if he's not protecting himself, Pasuk says, I'll So he has to put in his established in order to see Hashem's help. Exactly. Pasuk in Mishle. You just look at it. Here we go. Uh, no, let me ask you a question. Uh, if you're a daughter, Daisy is wearing you. Freshly made the dress. Freshly made in the field. Freshly made in the Says Al Ta'aminu Bara, don't believe in evil, which means don't believe the evil one, don't believe the Yetzirah, what he's going to tell you. Al Tiftahuba Aluf. 
and don't trust in the in the chief. Oh, see, I knew it was going to come in somehow or another. <laughs> Which means, and don't trust in Hashem. Right? You're saying? Don't trust in Hashem. What's what the Yitzhar is telling you? Oh. Well, no. No. That's what the Pasuk is saying. Don't trust in Hashem. Don't, yeah, don't believe the evil one and don't trust in Hashem. So who do your stabbers? Ain't a rival Yitzhara. Then why are you fighting? Ain't a Luva la Kodesh Borohu. Who is a Luva Kodesh Borohu? Like it says, Aluf Nuureata. You're the chief of my youth. You are. Shema Yomar Haadam. Perhaps a person will say, right? The Yitzhara is going to tell you. Come on, do the Do do the Avera. It'll be it'll be fine. Don't believe him. He says to you, trust Hashem, He'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. He'll be okay. He, he'll, he'll be considerate to you. He'll understand you. Well, that's the Yetzirah speaking. So I was right. So it's the Yetzirah telling us not to trust Hashem. No. What do you know? No, the Yetzirah is to tell you to yes, trust Hashem. That's what I just said. That he, that you should. Oh. And the Pesach is telling us not to, which means to say trust Hashem. What he says? Listen, you're just human, right? He's human. Trust Hashem, he'll be merciful on you. He'll understand. I suppose I do my Ishtadlis, he will be merciful. Oh! If you do your Ishtadlis, then yeah, but, 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 so perhaps we can say, over here also, same thing, that person, person might say, I'm going to trust Hashem. Hashem will take care. Hashem will protect me from the Yitzhahara. Yeah, he'll protect me. He'll give me Siyad of Ishmael. I won't succumb to this. Don't trust in, don't trust in the chief. Because Hashem is not going to help you. Chief. Why is he used to do that? What, what, the, what was the question? Good question. Don't trust in the chief. Don't trust in Hashem. You've got to do the Ishtadlis. If you do the Ishtadlis, of course Hashem is going to help you. But if you don't do your Ishtadlis, Hashem is not going to help you. I don't know if you want to tell me. I'm getting on an airplane. My wife and I look like that sounds like a very dangerous thing to do. International flights from where to be. And then this person was like, uh, no, I, I think I'd like, totally protect us. I learned a lot of Torah this year. What? I said, oh, here's the way it works. And this person buffed that. And <laughs> And was never heard from again? <laughs> okay. So, so the point is that... Okay, so the boys say, the point is, Hashem is, Ramchal is telling you, if you do your Ishtadlus, if you work, you exert yourself, Hashem is going to give you Shatat Shmaya. But if a person is not going to do it, Hashem is not going to help. Hashem is not going to supervise, oversight you. If a person doesn't have mercy on himself, so who is going to have mercy on him? 
That's what Chazal say. Someone who does not have someone who doesn't have understanding, you're not allowed to have mercy on him. The person who doesn't do Ishtadah will save himself from the Yitzhahara. The person who doesn't understand, he's sticking his hand into the fire. You keep trying to pull his hand away and bandage it, and he just keeps sticking his hand back into the fire. So you just, you just, you just gotta let him go. It's like one of the, it's like uh, one of the four sons in the Pesach and Seder. Yeah. What about him? Same thing. Would that be the same? Wouldn't that be the same idea? He doesn't know, but we're he's still a child. Him. He's a child. So what? So this person, if he's not, doesn't know anything. Mm-hmm. But you say he doesn't know anything. You just said he has no das. But, uh, you know, you people that know a lot of things, but they don't have das. What does that mean? Every single man. Does that mean they know they don't have dots and computers? It means that if the person is is very knowledgeable, and you tell him, "My dear friend, you have to do a cheshba and nefesh every single day, so that you don't end up walking over grave sites, you don't end up walking, blowing yourself up, walking into situations that you know are going to be dangerous for you." And he says, "Aha." Uh-huh. And he goes and he does it anyway. And you run after him, please, don't do this. You're going to ruin yourself. Is that, a person uh-huh. but is that a person who doesn't have das or just doesn't care? It's not, I mean, someone who doesn't have das doesn't know. Someone who doesn't care who's been told that. You're, you're understanding that das, you're understanding that das maybe means, means like, just knowledge. Das, that's a chokhmah more, information. Das is that you don't understand the. Re- it's like someone who smokes. He knows all the information about how how terrible right. you know, this drug is. But he doesn't but, care. But he, but, but he, that's called the person who doesn't have das. It's, okay. called, it's internalized knowledge. Das is internalized knowledge. It's where you've taken an abstract idea and you're managing it to apply it. So we're talking about over here that a person who is not protecting himself in this world from from the from the perils of. Falling into the, into the wrong, we're not even talking about doing a virus explicitly. We're talking about a person who falls into habits and who goes with meadows that are detrimental to him in his avodas Hashem, and he doesn't take the time to evaluate his pathways and to set them straight. This person, Hashem, is not going to help this person, and it's also for you to have to, to have rachmanus on him. Because well, we Hashem is not having Rahmanus on him. Sorry? Apicorsus. No. What are you talking about? He keeps every mitzvah. Uh, Tayag mitzvahs. The guy knows all of Shas. But he doesn't care, though. He, tell, he, did. he doesn't care. No, no, he cares to not do avarice. But he just doesn't. But he's not taking proper precautions. He's walking around in an unmarked field, potentially stepping all over graves. Not marking off his graves. Right? Is this person. Doing, that, is it like Mita? Can I get Mita? For instance, if a person's focusing on a couple, like one Mita here and there, but not maybe missing one or two others, that Hashem is not going to help him in those one or two others, and it's only going to help him in those other areas? It could even be that Hashem is going to be more merciful than that. I mean, if the person is actually trying in a serious way, but he's not able to 
you know, cover the entire gambit of things. That's not a person who's who's being reckless. That's a person who's trying. You know, he may not. He may. You know, obviously, Hashem is not out to get us, right? Hashem loves us and He cares for us. But He's telling us, "I gave you das. I gave you a, a brain to use it, for, right? So, so use it to guide your own pathway in life, right? If you're not doing that." And I can't do it for you. What do you want me to do? I mean, the guy, the guy keeps, you know, like I'm, I can't run, run behind you and keep, keep, you know, like pulling all the obstacles out of your way as you're, as you're just like recklessly running ahead with your eyes closed. Right? Just that's just not, it's not gonna work. and that's what Chazal say. Im ein anili mili. If I'm not for myself, who's going to be for me? It means, and the answer is no one. Right? Hashem will not be for you. Hashem will not be for you if you will not be for yourself. And perhaps to this we can apply the the the, the, the pasuk. Do not trust in Hashem. No, it's not trusting Hashem or not. Don't trust that Hashem will always be there for you. When you are not being there for yourself. When you're being there for yourself, absolutely you should trust Hashem. Well, you, right. right? No question about it. Like we saw the Pasuk says, Sofer Rosha Latzadik, Umavakish Lehamiso, Hashem. Uh, Hashem lo yazvenu b'yodo. Hashem will not leave him in his hand. Hashem will save him. But we're talking about a tzaddik. We're talking about a person who is sham or kosov. He weighs up his pathways in life. And then he sets his pathways in life. And if that's the case, and then the Yisrael tries to ambush him, she was going to make a decree. No, you're not allowed to get him. Like with Rebbe Kiyo Rebbe, you're not allowed to. Is Hashem, and therefore our letting this person walk into this dinosaur tarpet, is that... What did you call it? A, a tarpet for dinosaurs? Well, I don't know. into this booby trap and just watching him go, knowing... Okay, it's like quicksand for us. Mm-hmm. This, this, this Di- dinosaur tarpet? Well, when a dinosaur <laughs> falls in tarpet, they're stuck. It's like when we're in quicksand. It's the expression. Oh. Is it, right. I think it's American expression. Like, the dinosaur fell into a tarpet, it's done. Okay, got it. Anyway, the guy, if you walk this guy, walk through the landmine, we're letting him do that. Is that ultimately having rocking on him because it helps him eventually be like wake up? No. What is the what is the what is the benefit to this person that we're letting him blow his face off? Um, Rachamim is a process where a person I think we've spoken about this before no? there's Chesed there's Din there's Rachamim what's the difference between those three? Chesed is Chesed comes from where? from me from inside of me I want to do something nice for this person Din why am I doing this thing? because I owe him he worked for me I owe him the money Right, we we agreed fifty dollars an hour. He worked ten hours. I got to pay him five hundred dollars. Right? What's Rachamim? That guy's potential. He's trying. Rachamim is he's trying, but the project kind of flopped. So although 
really he shouldn't get paid much, right? But he really needs the money, and he really did try. So I'm going to give it to him anyway. That's Rachel. So he met me halfway. He's exerting himself. I'll help him. That's Rachamim. There's also the expectation that this this thing's gonna that this person is going to improve in the future, right? That can also be a part of the Rachamim. Isn't it, is, I mean, exactly. Isn't, isn't that doesn't have to be a part of the equation? I mean, a Rachamim is we're building this kid for his future, not because this kid's doing anything. There's a lot we can say about Rachamim. This is not we're not we're not coming down here to okay. can I say. But the point is, the Ramchal is telling you. That just like for us, midah connected midah, Hashem doesn't help people who don't help themselves. So too, now, oh yeah, we could, we could, again, if a guy doesn't know anything is different, but like, like Paul saying, he literally doesn't know, right? He's a tzinik shenishba. The guy is, uh, he's just not, he's, uh, he's living in Buffalo Grove, right? And he's just like, that's different. But, uh, is that where you grew up? No, it's funny. Where'd you grow up? Milwaukee. Oh. That's, that's much less fun. That's, yeah, that's... Uh, okay, that, that explains the... Um, the previous game that you gave up on. That was a big deal. The, the Green Bay Packers were in the semifinals, I believe, or something like that. That's what I heard. And Paul instead came to the Missouri Sharmshire. Wow. Give me a bracha. I can't give you any. It doesn't do anything for you. Trust me. I, d- I disagree. <laughs> okay. So, so, uh, so the point is so that, 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 that's different. But, but if a person knows full well and he's been warned and, he's, and he continues acting recklessly like this, then he may not need me. If I'm not for myself, no one's going to be for me. And that's the end of it. That's... Yeah. It just does. Do <laughs> you have to show off all of your knowledge of Kazal one? Just tell us back for a second. Is it, I've always been under the impression that even Din is ultimately a Tov. Only to this guy's benefit. Like, I, I'm sorry. I, you know, I have to be strict with this person because if I'm not, then this person is never going to learn. Or potentially it could be for the benefit of others. Mm-hmm. To save this person's yes. so it was sort of nonsense from other people? No. When the guy falls into the alligator pit <laughs> and gets devoured, then the next people that are going to be walking along this bridge are going to be much more careful. But I'll the understanding that Dan is occasionally for even for the recipient's benefit. So when he gets clobbered over the head, then he'll wake up. Right. So, so ultimately, it is coming from a place of chastity. Mm. Kindness, right? I, I ultimately want to give this... Mm. Per, I also want to give this person more, but he, right now, I can't yes. lose because this guy's a knucklehead. Right. So is but it's not only exclusive to him, meaning at the end of the day, there's also for the, the clown. Who will witness this person walking into a lamp <laughs> and be like, okay, I want to be like that guy. We need to be careful now, right? You don't, you don't have a plony. Right. right. You don't want to be like that guy. You don't want to be like that guy. And Hashem, let that happen to him. But don't, you know, don't think you're going to be ex- excused. Right. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to start the next parag? Parag Gimel. Now we're going to be getting into the details of Zahirus and how one goes about 
working on it. Can I ask a logistical question? Would it be possible to stop recording here and make a separate file for end of two, whatever it is, and just start three? It helps it. Looking back, for organization.